The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union, along with Nate Finney, Account Service Manager. Good morning, both of you. Good morning. Good morning. So last time on Good Money Moves, we talked about owning haunted houses, the effect <laughs> on the home's value. We for did. real, Nate, for real, we did. Uh, what, what topic are we going to talk about today? Yeah, well, we are actually going to talk about an equally scary topic, and that is scams and fraud. Oh. Um, maybe even more scary. I don't know, because this one's very real. So, you know, I, you think about, you know, people trying to get you to click on links, like to gather your personal information or get you to download something. They're all, you know, really, these are all tactics to really try to get you to provide something about your identity, right? They're trying to steal your identity in some way. And with the holiday season, coming up these types of scams and fraud they do tend to increase because people are in a hurry and typically more stressed and they're trying to find the best deals for things and um so these it just kind of raises the bar for falling victim to things like this so i wanted to bring back nate finney from our account services team to help kind of discuss what to be on the lookout for Um, And I'm going to just let Nate kind of introduce himself a little bit and just talk a little bit before we dig into the meat too much today, what he does here at the credit union, a little bit about his background and what he and his team do here from a fraud and scam standpoint for the credit union and for our members. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. uh, Again, Nate Finney, um, account services manager. So that really doesn't depict everything I do with that one word. So uh, we can kind of talk about, you know, I like to look at my position as being the lookout for all those different channels of funds or information that comes into the credit union, you know, that we're, we're on the watch to make sure people aren't getting scammed or identities uh, taken or funds taken at any point. So um, it could be a check. It could be a debit card. It could be a credit card. It could be even a replacement check. You know, somebody taking a picture of a check and uh, trying to submit that. So lots of different ways um, that things can come in or go out. Um, So that's a lot of what the team does for us. Uh, We have a two member team uh, along with myself. So uh, we're very busy every week. Yeah. Yeah, his team does an amazing job keeping our members safe and keeping the credit union safe from scams. So big kudos to Nate. And I really appreciate him coming on today to kind of help our members and the community kind of better understand all of the scams and fraud that are out there. And I want to start today with talking about email scams, because I feel like even those are still so prevalent. You know, I've even recently received some scams in my personal email account myself, right? I've got, I received an email from an old email account of a friend that they haven't used in years. So somebody obviously got access to it and was trying to use it to scam me. Luckily, I know what to look for, so I didn't fall for it. I, you know, let my friend know right away, hey, I think someone's broken into your account. You should probably take a look at this. But, you know, for those 
they're not always that easy to spot though. So Nate, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about, you know, how email scams tend to happen and maybe how can someone spot what would be a questionable email? Sure. So, you know, it's a, a larger, larger problem, but how do they even get these people's emails? Um, that, that is very, um, troublesome because they actually are able to actually buy lists of people's actual email accounts out online. So, you know, it's not that you're not protecting your email. It's just that people are just on the hunt to find these email lists um, and purchase them. So, you know, they might send you an email and what they typically do is um, it's a very exciting email, something that you might be receiving a reward or you won a prize or, something of that nature but what they actually do within that email is they'll have links with, embedded with an email um, and even phone numbers that are on, on those emails and a lot of times people will actually if they click on certain pieces of an, an actual email account it opens up a, a tool that they have to be able to search items on your computer so whenever i see an email coming with a subject line or from a person I don't know, I'm very careful to open those emails because if it's not something that I've originated or I've reached out to somebody for, it's probably something that I don't want to pay too much attention to because we get them every day. It's hard, um, but you know those emails. If you if you don't know the sender or it, or what it's about because you didn't initiate it, I would be cautious, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, like when you're going through those emails does it make sense? You know, a lot of times you'll find so many misspellings within these emails that these people are sending out. They're very crude in their approach. You'd think that if they're trying this for to get somebody's actual money, they'd actually do the spell check. Um, but they do 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 have a, a tendency to have wrong spellings in, the, in there. Um, and another thing that they might ask you to do is, you know, not to share this information with your bank. Um, is another thing that they they tell you, and you know it's it's scary because once you get into this email chain or you start with a phone call, they will demand that you don't don't talk to your uh, financial representative. So mm-hmm. if you're ever on an email or a phone call, that's that's a, a heads up to get off the phone immediately, because um, a lot of these things are asking you for information to try to get more information to be able to get through passwords and things like that. Scary stuff indeed, especially the idea that that you can inadvertently open a tool that allows them access to your computer. That one is really scary. Yeah. Yeah. The one I've been seeing a lot of lately uh, myself is invoices. Could be a business invoice. A lot of times it's PayPal Mm -hmm. or some other organization. And, you know, (laughs) I I always, wait, wait a minute, you know. Did I order something? What, what, you know, it, mm-hmm. you have that initial reaction of, gosh, I hope it, you know, it's not a real bill. And so it does get your attention. And I can see how it might work that you, you would actually sure. just reflexively click on it. Mm-hmm. How, how do these things work? Yeah. I mean, the ones out on PayPal are very scary. Um, I know of one member that we had have an issue. Um, that we needed our attention to help them. And it, it was uh, difficult to unravel once it got that far. Um, but what they do on these PayPal scams is they actually will make up fake invoices 
and send them out to mass amounts of emails um, and let, saying that you made this purchase, um, you had a successful purchase, something to that effect, and give you an, an amount within that email. And their hopes is that you're really not thinking about what that actually was for and you just accept because it's your PayPal account. What, what looks like your PayPal account, right? Um, so when the member, when they send these out, they're hoping that people click on the links within that actual uh, text box or email box, and that sends them to a fake account that looks like PayPal, but it's not actually PayPal. So scary thought there, but then to go to the next step and say, make a payment. So then you're on their website, you're putting in information about your debit or credit card, or even your checking or savings account. And when you click that button, it, it sends those funds immediately and we have no recourse to get it back. Oh gosh. And on top right. of that too, they might get you to type in your login information, which could give Correct. them access to your real pay- PayPal account. Yeah. Correct. So, you know, something, how would I prevent that is, is a big one, right? So if you would ever receive an invoice that say it's PayPal, say it's Amazon, um, some other bigger retailers that are, have a more online presence, I would go out of that email and just go to my account and see if it's actually showing on my account. I, I can think about four or five different times where my wife has had that in regards to like an Amazon bill where they yeah. say you, you have a new purchase and she's like, I didn't make that purchase. But we always go out to the actual Amazon account and we look at it and it's not there. So. That just tells you how much they're trying to hack into these, you know, bigger, bigger uh, stores to try to just get some of their, uh, the money out of them. The closest I came to almost getting caught on one of these was an Amazon scam. And yep. I, and it, it looked realistic and I, you know, I yep. purchased stuff on Amazon once in a while and, and it came in and I almost clicked on it. And then I realized, well, wait a minute, I have my Amazon account on a different email account, not this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank right. goodness. <laughs> yeah. 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 They get really tricky well, with that stuff. I've, I've myself have received text messages claiming to be mm-hmm. from Amazon saying, Hey, something's wrong with your, tr- the transport of your item you've purchased yeah. on Amazon contact us. And I'm like, well, I don't shop on Amazon all that often. So I knew right away it was a scam, but still it makes you go, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it, they, yeah. they, they purposely make it urgent and seem legitimate so that, that you'll engage with it on some level. Gosh, I hate these guys. I just I hate know. Them. I so, know it. But we do have to yeah. take a break already. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about scams, protecting ourselves, yourself from scams. Uh, Nate Finney and Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union with us on Good Money Moves. We'll be back in a moment on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. It's Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell along with Nate Finney and Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union. We're talking about scams today and unfortunately they're all too common and people are getting taken all of the time. I've written up so many news stories over the past months 
being people being bilked out of tens of thousands of dollars and you feel so bad for these people. Yeah. And we're thankful to have Nate with us today who has some expertise on how we can protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Jenny, you want to lead off again? Yeah. So obviously there are so many people on social media, right? And we were talking right before the break about buying things online and how you can get tricked by Amazon, uh, not Amazon themselves, but people impersonating Amazon or impersonating PayPal. And I think that same concept applies to places like Facebook Marketplace in a way. You know, I've heard a lot of stories about people, you know, sending money via the Facebook app or via another peer-to-peer type payment system to pay for something they found on Facebook Marketplace or a sim or a similar type, you know, selling listing site. Um, only to find out that the thing that they were purchasing isn't real. The person never comes through with what they were supposed to deliver. They say, hey, meet me here. They never show up with the thing, and then they don't ever respond. They just run with your money. Um, So how can you tell if a listing on something like Facebook Marketplace or even Craigslist is legitimate? And like, what are some maybe things that people should be thinking of before they just start to shell out money to these people? Yeah, I can kind of go about it a few ways, but you know, what's the scariest thing is opening things up on social media in regards to payments is a very slippery slope. So, you know, person to person payments, uh, like the Facebook marketplace or like say a cash app or, uh, you have Venmo's out there, things, things of that nature. So there's a reason why they call it person to person, uh, person to person to me. And it's kind of how we define it as a credit union is an individual to an individual that's known by that person sending the funds. So, you know, that's what these apps are made for is you should be sending money to maybe to your family member or a close friend, things, things like that. That's what person to person payments are really for. Um, so when the marketplaces came out and they, they have everybody available to sell anything online. It's really hard to vet out somebody that just started something out online. It's not like a store that you've you're accustomed to that has reviews that are built out there on consumer reports or anything like that. Um, so, you know, I think you just need to try to vet things out as best as possible. Um, but if it were me, I'd probably want to, to know it, know the company before I send the funds. If I'm making a major purchase of anything, maybe over $500, I'm probably going to try to send it a different, using a different method, right? So when you send a a payment using any of these sources that are built into the marketplace, once you send it, it's like a wire, it's gone, and we cannot get it back. So before you push that button, take a real good look at things. Does it make sense, you know, that you should be buying something that major if it's a bigger item? Or, you know, is there somewhere where you could feel a little bit better, you know, by questioning or looking at some reviews on that on that actual uh, uh, seller um, would be some things that I would do. All right. The other one I've seen popping up lately are these text messages. And I've received a few myself that I've just deleted right away. Sure. So maybe explain what's going on with that, Nate. Yeah, I mean, this has come up multiple times before, um, and, and it's a tried and true uh, kind of thing that they know that they can use and, and get people to accept. So, 
a lot of times what they're doing is they're trying to figure out a way to get at your finances. So what do they do? They use your phone number and they'll text you some information saying it's the financial institution, right? Or they'll say, you know, this is First Alliance Credit Union, for instance, and we need you to verify your membership number or your username on your online banking. So if you accept and give them that information, they're halfway there to getting into your finance, getting into your finances, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then, so then they'll use a technique to say, now I'm going to send you a four-digit code, or I'm going to send you some information. I need you to click Y to accept. Well, what they're doing during that time is they're sending a forgot password link to themselves because they've already got the username and they're used, going into their site saying, I forgot my password. And then when they send it to that member or it gets sent out, they ask the member to respond with the four digit, four, with the digit codes that are actually behind online banking to get that new password set. Diabolical. So have, they have, yes. So it, it's very tricky. Um, one thing to know is that we will never, ever text you or call you and ask you for any information re- regarding username or password with online banking. That's just a well-known thing that financials do not do that. So that could be an indicator to yourself to say, hey, you know, I don't trust this phone. Even if you feel like the phone call is just out of nature, even if it's a good call from us, just to hang up the phone and call us directly. You know, and we can help you. You know, that that's some of the things we can stop simultaneously um, to get the online banking shut down. So if you have a, a call that you just don't have a good feeling about and that they're saying they're from your financial, hang up the call. Let them know I'm going to hang up the call and I'll call you. And you call your credit union, right? Yeah. Um, so part of that... So part of that method, once they've gotten into that online banking, that's where they're going to find a quick way to send funds. Um, so they're already manipulating and, and putting all your funds into, say, one checking or one savings account. Then they're setting up a cash app or a Zelle or a Venmo and sending it to themselves. And they'll actually be on the phone with the member. And when that member actually is doing that, they'll click, yes, I want to send funds. And it'll have another person's name in it. But they're talking them through so fast that they click those accept buttons. And by the time they do that, those those funds are gone again. So just be well aware of always protecting your online banking username and passwords. Um, Those text messages, if if something doesn't feel right, you know, just ignore or call your financial. Um, But, yeah, there's a lot of it going on. Um, We see them on a weekly basis. So we're always trying to put out good information for our members. All right. Yeah. We do have to take another break already, so we'll do that really quick. Jeez. I know. <laughs> Come back in just a moment with more on Good Money Moves, protecting yourself from scams. News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Scams, the topic this week, and uh, how to protect yourself. We're learning about some of the newer scams that are becoming more and more common with Nate Finney, First Alliance Credit Union, Jenna Tobble, of course, with us. 
And Jenna, you have another question for Nate? I do. I want to talk about, I mean, we, going into the shopping season, right? I want to talk about check scams because they are, believe it or not, still a thing that still work for the scam artists. That's why they keep doing them. So, Nate, can you talk a little bit about what that is and kind of how those work? And Yeah, I mean, there's a, a few things out there in regards to check scams, but, you know, the 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 bigger ones that we actually see are maybe people that are unaware of the actions that they're taking by doing it. So a lot of fraudsters are now putting things out on TikTok and other social media apps talking about, hey, here's a quick way to get quick cash from your financial. Um, so they're actually out there. They have different methods that they're they're showing out to these kids on the TikTok. Um, it's it's very crazy. Um, but what they do is they, they, they don't know that they're part of the scam themselves. Um, they'll take a check and they'll come to the ATM or a teller or even on using the remote deposit uh, feature on their online app. And they're sending pictures of these checks through or, the, or an actual check. Um, so then the scams, the fraudsters already know that they have a, somebody participating with them. Um, so then they ask, okay, once you have that set up, let's go ahead and send that money out to our account on Zelle or Cash App. Well, by the time that, from, from the first thing that the member did by depositing a check, um, those checks have to go through the Fed. So if we haven't reviewed that check and put a hold on it, um, the member can withdraw funds as quick as the same day. So if the member uses a cash app to send the funds out, and then we finally get three days later that the check was a fraudulent check, um, we're out those funds, the member's out those funds, right? So the member sent it off with cash app, but they're basically just using that person to get at their financial account and taking all the money, giving them no benefit, and then they have a negative account with the financial. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I see this quite often right now. A lot of the younger kids are, are trying these things. And if I could give them any, any, uh, uh, what would I call it? Uh, a, a reminder is don't use your, don't accept a check for somebody else to put into your account. If you haven't earned it, if it's not something you're knowing of, don't deposit just to see if it would work. Um, mm -hmm. We have had some some cases where younger children or younger adults are actually doing this and they had no idea the ramifications that could happen um, by actually using this fraudulent method. So um, that's just something I would recommend. Everybody talks to their kids about it. You know, just because you see something on the internet or, or on TikTok and people say it, it, it's free money, money's never free. There's always going to be <laughs> yeah. something attached to it, right? So, um, so that's just one way. Okay. Um, and then the other way, we also have uh, people that are actually uh, printing out fake checks and taking pictures of them, um, or they'll take a picture of a, a screenshot of a, a check on a screen, and then they're trying to use their online banking to, to put that money in their account and using the system, um, trying to get the funds out as quick as possible, too. And then we finally find out it, was a, it wasn't even a true check. So we try to have as many safeguards as we, ha we can, but uh, there's a human element to it, too. Um, but that's just another way. Don't accept things or don't try things with your financial account. It just doesn't work. 
So obviously we all have to be hyper vigilant, mm-hmm. even more so than I thought myself. <laughs> I've learned some right. new ways to lose money here. Uh, Nate, are there any other types of fraud that we haven't really talked about today that we should be aware of to be vigilant of? I think it's ever evolving, but truthfully, I think check fraud is still the number one kind of fraud that still happens around that. Wow. You know, it, just in just in my history, just with the credit unions in our area, um, it's always been check fraud. Okay. So be aware. I, the, a, a new twist to it using the apps is what we're yeah, seeing. Okay. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And, you know, next year they are going to be making some changes, which could help the situations. Um, we're going to new real-time payment situations. So we're going to take away some of the market away from those cash apps and Venmo's and things like that. It'll be more regulated, which is good. Good deal. Good deal. As usual, we don't have enough time to cover everything we want to talk about, <laughs> but I appreciate it, Nate. Uh, val- very valuable yeah. information. Well, so Jenna, you know, Halloween's coming. We wanted to scare people a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, this, is, this, is, this isn't a fun scare. No, no, I think I'm having nightmares already. Jenna, is there any place we can go to find out more information to protect ourselves from being scammed? Absolutely. As always, I encourage our listeners to visit firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. We have tons of information out there about different kinds of scams, how to spot them, how to avoid them, and even what to do if you have been scammed or you have had your identity stolen. Um, you can, of course, go back and listen to past episodes of this show at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. And of course, I encourage you to subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasting, whichever one is your favorite, so you never miss an episode. And if you do love our show, please take a moment to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Um, Of course, if you have any financial topics or money questions that you would like answered or covered on Good Money Moves, please send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. I'd love to hear from you. And of course... I strongly encourage you to reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union. They are here to help you every step of the way to make good money moves. That's First Alliance Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. Nate Finney, thank you so much for your time. Yes, thank you. And Jenna, we'll talk again next week with more good money moves. Absolutely. All right. Good money moves. Right here at News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM.